In today's episode, Marissa Johnson catches up with Miss Salt River, Isabella Dougherty. We also have a story on community artist Rainbow Duarte, as well as a story on community member Leon Thomas, who is retiring from SRPMIC after 22 years. And we talk to community relations manager Yvonne Schaff as she fills us in on the upcoming spring break activities. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to OAN Connects. Thank you for joining us. In these Connects episodes, we like to share interviews and stories on SRPMIC members. My name is Jessica Joaquin, ad sales slash newsperson for the Autumn Action News. And today I am joined by newsperson Marissa Johnson. How are you, Marissa? I'm doing good. Good to talk to you, Jess. Yeah. How you been? Everything's good? Yeah, actually, really good. I got my second shot this past weekend. And so did you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not ready to talk about that. (laughs) I'm hoping that no, I mean, obviously, like, I'm very grateful, very grateful for the community, you know, for the shot and for getting us vaccinated and things. Definitely just want to say that first and foremost. Um, However, I had a pretty harsh reaction to that second shot that I'm still trying to recover from. But you are Miss Young and Spry, and I and you told me that you just bounce back like that. Yeah, I mean, I felt a sore arm for a little bit for the first couple of hours, but after that, you know, normal day. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely. I hope that the majority of people have have had your experience, and um, honestly, in what I'm like four days out from that actual shot, and um, still got a lingering headache, but. It's completely normal. I went and looked the, looked it up and you'll start feeling better if you do get those symptoms. So yeah, so yeah I'm on the mend. I'm actually feeling pretty good today. So that's good. That's good. A lot of the side effects subsided. Yes, finally. All right, Marissa, why don't you take us into our first interview? I had the opportunity to talk to Miss Salt River, Isabella Doherty, on what the future holds for Miss Salt River and her platform. What is your platform? So my platform is encouraging positive self-expression through the arts. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Yes, the arts are very important to me. I've always loved music, loved singing. I've always looked to the arts to find new ways to express myself. Basically, it's always been a major part of my life. And the same way where I find myself able to express myself positively, I wanted to encourage that within the community. Can you tell me a little bit about how do you plan on doing that? And especially during um, COVID. The way I plan on implementing this is not only through content that we have planned throughout the upcoming months, but also through my main event, which we have been kicking around ideas. I, I really want it to be an art walk where we, we take local artists or anyone who wants to offer up a piece of their art and we have it posted somewhere where the community can walk around and view it. And we can see, you know, how many artists we have within the community or how many people really you know, pick up a new craft or found a way to express themselves. I love it already. I just have a big smile on my face once you said that, like, oh, that sounds yeah. <laughs> very different from many of the platforms I've ever heard before. And I think it's really unique because it means something to you a lot. Thank you. What other plans do you have coming up before your reign ends? I heard we are supposed to be getting our own social media page, which I'm very excited about because that'll 
that'll up the content. That'll up how many videos we post, you know, just we're really trying to up our presence within the community. That's very important, especially considering recruitment is around the corner. But so far, what we've planned, I know we're doing a Valentine's Day treat video, which I'm very excited about. And I was hoping, uh, I was planning on singing a song and posting it on the Nassault River page. Hopefully, it's up by that point. Another thing we have going on, I did want to start interviewing artists within the community, you know, giving them shout outs. Hopefully, I'm planning on doing two a month, but depending on the demand or how many people would like to be featured, I'm, I'm so excited about it. How do you plan on preparing the next title holders? So with that, considering we get the page up soon, I know we have a lot of content planned talking about what it's like to be Miss Salt River, what to expect from the process of applying, moving forward, the expectations of Miss Salt River. I'm pretty excited about that. But also, I believe we are going to focus more on recruiting within the high schools, junior high, getting those young ladies involved, um, getting them excited to join, you know, be a part of this committee to become an ambassador for the tribe. I think that's really awesome. Do you plan on running for more titles in the future? I don't think I will. (laughs) (laughs) I love being an ambassador, but I I can find other ways to represent my community without a title. What will be your main focus before your reign ends? So my main focus moving forward will be to engage with the community through posts and planning for my main event. With that, I wanted to start trying new arts or new crafts and encouraging the community to do the same or join along with me to take pictures of what they've done and, you know, we can post it on our page. Like this month, I was planning on doing a Bob Ross video. I'm excited for you. I think it sounds like a great plan and a good direction that the committee is heading into. Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks, Marissa and Isabella. Okay, well, let's move on to our next one. And this one is you again, Marissa. Tell us about community artist Rainbow Duarte. In this article, we were able to interview Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community member Rainbow Duarte, who has opened up her own business, The Pink Desert, on Etsy. SRPMIC member Rainbow Duarte has always been a lover of the arts. She is a very creative person who is inspired by the world around her. She often creates things for her family, friends, and herself. She is a DIY, do-it-yourself crafter, and her skill set is very broad. She has worked in photography, linoleum prints, watercolor painting, sewing, home decorating, and graphic design. Duarte is the daughter of Luisa Santeo and Timothy Dan. Throughout the years, I've tried a couple of business ventures, Duarte said. When I was going to college in LA, my roommate and I ran a custom t-shirt and jacket business. When I moved back home to Arizona, I made and sold custom jackets and clothing for children. I also planned small events on the side. Eventually, I got preoccupied with my job and busy with everyday struggles. There was a time where I was very depressed, full of anxiety, and felt lost. Through therapy, I rediscovered my love for art. This rediscovery helped her open her business, The Pink Desert. With help and support from her husband, Duarte was able to launch her business on Etsy, a website for artists selling handmade arts and crafts. At her online store, Duarte currently sells stickers with silly autumn, native and Spanish slang words. She also sells her linoleum art prints. You can find Duarte's Etsy shop at etsy.com slash shop slash the pink desert. She is on Instagram at shop the pink desert 
or her personal Instagram, Rainbow Kisses. Well, that's really good. I'm going to go check out her Etsy shop. And, and um, I like the photos that you posted in the actual article that was printed in the February 18th issue. It's totally right up my alley. I'm going to go and probably purchase a couple of things. Yeah, those are some of the stuff that is up in her shop on Etsy. A lot of people are taking advantage of um, sites such as Etsy to promote their own stuff. And that's really, really great. I know during the pandemic, a lot of people have opened up a shop on Etsy. Have you opened one? Do you have a shop? there? No, not on Etsy, but I think it's a good way for people to start out. Definitely on there. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. Moving on to our final story. Heavy equipment tech Leon Thomas retires after 22 years of service. This article was submitted by SRPMIC, Department of Transportation. The Salt River Department of Transportation would like to recognize the retirement of Leon Thomas, a valued employee for the last 22 years. Thomas's employment started in 1999 when he worked as an automotive technician in Fleet Motor Pool. He brought to the department the experience of being a senior shop technician and ASC certified master mechanic. Sharing his knowledge of automotive repair along with his leadership skills, Thomas quickly gained the respect of his fellow technicians. He always accepted challenges by volunteering to take on tough tasks whenever they would arise. As the years progressed, Thomas found himself seeking to be challenged so he applied for and accepted the position of heavy equipment maintenance technician. In his new role, he progressed from making repairs on light-duty vehicles to working on large vehicles such as fire apparatus, highway trucks, school buses, sanitation trucks, and construction equipment. Thomas also showed an interest in pursuing a career in emergency vehicle repairs and becoming a certified emergency vehicle technician. EVT. The amount of training and testing required to reach the level of certified EVT is substantial, and the position is very rewarding and highly sought after. Thomas continued with training and testing, earning several EVT certifications, and was the first technician in department history to become EVT certified. Thomas's accomplishments continued as he moved up to lead heavy equipment technician. This position seemed to be right up his alley, giving him a platform to share his knowledge and mentor his fellow technicians. Now, after 22 years of hard work and dedicated service, Thomas has decided to hang up the wrenches and retire. He has been a vital part of Salt River's fleet operations and paved the way for the next generation by daily demonstrating the difference between being a mechanic and being a certified vehicle technician. The Department of Transportation would like to thank Leon Thomas for all of his years of service, accomplishments, contributions, and dedication to the Salt River Pima Maricopa Indian community. We will always cherish the memories and good times we shared with him. Although he will no longer be an employee in this department, he will be a lifelong co-worker in the transportation family. OAN would like to wish Leon Thomas a happy retirement. Before we sign off, we have asked Yvonne Schaff, Community Relations Manager, Events Division, to come on the podcast and go over the upcoming spring break activities. What do you got for us, Yvonne? Thanks, Jessica. Well, we are ready, not only us, but the community in general is ready for spring break, which the community, as well as, like I said, CRO, is hosting a multitude of events uh, March 8th through the 12th which is coming up really soon. And uh, CRO has combined with Community Recreational Services, Young River People's Council, 
and youth services to provide some really great community-based events. These are open to the community overall. So all of the events that these uh, the three of uh, our divisions and departments are hosting are open to uh, all of our community member kids. Um, we do have age limits in each one. So let me just go down the list and let you know what's going on. So on Monday, uh, Community Recreational Services is hosting the Spring Break Kickoff. So that's Monday, March 8th. Um, what's happening there, it's at the Wolf. So it's a drive-through event. Um, nobody uh, contact list, obviously. We would need to have um, the children be present in the car at the time of drive-through. And they will receive a bundle, what we're calling a bundle. But it's basically a bag that has all different types of activities for the week. Some of the departments are going to be including, like for us, we're doing color books, crayons, color pencils, different things to keep the kids active during the week. And then other departments or other departments within community recreational services. It will have like art bundle, you know, things like that. So that is from eight to, or it's from nine to 11, excuse me. And again, while supplies last. So again, that's going to happen on Monday. Tuesday, March 9th, we are combining our services with the Young River People's Council. And we will be um, helping with the um, SRP MIC History 101 for spring break. And again, this is open to the youth in the community. It's a Zoom meeting and it'll be from one to three. There is um, information on the, SRPMIC social media sites on this, but obviously you do need a meeting ID and all that information is is in our flyer as well as on the Facebook page for the community um, also youth um, council site. So that will be again hosted with the youth council from 1 to 3 p.m. And it has great uh, information, just not only learning a little bit more about our community, learning more about our culture and um, the different aspects of it for our youth to, you know, just get reintroduced. And we're really excited to be doing that. And there's a lot of great door prizes that we're going to be offering as well. So on uh, March 9th, on the 10th, CRO is hosting a Zoom puzzle challenge. And we do have two categories, which is our elementary school and our teen challenge. And they're teams of four. And uh, there's a lot more information when you sign up. So if you go to our, again, to our flyer, you'll see the link to register and all of the information is in there. And we'll have that day, March 16th, or actually March 10th, I'm so sorry, I keep saying 16th, um, where you will uh, be able to join us via Zoom and we will be um, doing the different puzzle challenges and the winners receive a $50 gift card. So each team member will receive a $50 gift card of their choice nice. and you'll have collections for them. Yeah. And then on Thursday, the 11th, we're combining ourselves with youth services. And they're hosting a curbside family pizza party, which is really mm-hmm. cool. From 5.30 to 7, that's at the Wolf as well. And uh, d- again, different departments, different programs are going to be participating and handing out different kits, if you will, for the kids in the community. Again, another limit. There is another limit to that. I think if there's um, 300 kits per that we're going to be handing out. And everybody, again, would have to make sure that their children are in the car to receive um, each group that hands out something, there'll be just one per child. So, you know, again, we want to make sure that parents understand that we want to make sure everybody's getting something. Mm-hmm. And so that will be from 530 to 7 on Thursday, March 11th. And then finally, CRO is, again, the community is hosting a photo challenge for our team. And this would be the watching a video first, which will be on social media as well. And it's called Smartphone Tips for Better Photos. We know a lot of our youth out there are like YouTube and TikTok and, you know, all that's what they're into. Mm-hmm. So we want to 
some pointers and hopefully, you know, make sure that our our kids are just kind of getting the best out of their smartphones or whatever devices they're using to, you know, go online. You know, we're, we're wanting to give them the best tips as possible. So we're combining our skills with digital signage within um, our department here within community relations to produce this video. And we will be um, having a challenge afterwards with our youth and, you know, they can submit a photo using the tips and tricks that they've learned on, on the from the video. And they would turn those in and they'll be judged and they will have the chance to win the grand prize package. But definitely the first 10 will receive um, $50 gift cards to Best Buy so that they can kind of increase their, you know, their skills and purchase lighting or I don't know, whatever that's out there that the kids do. <laughs> okay, well, that sounds like a very well-rounded collaborative event, you know, or week of events, I should say. That sounds amazing. Yeah, you know, in the past, um, we have concentrated on our team um, for the most part. But this this year, and of course, due to um, the current phase that the community is in um, with our government, we just kind of jumped on board with all of the different departments that we could and, you know, just want to enhance what they're doing. So we're really grateful. I think all of us are really happy to be partnering together and just bringing um, some really great events to the community. So we're excited. We're all excited. That's great. Well, thank you so much for uh, discussing all of this with me and being on the podcast. Oh, you're welcome. That's going to do it for this episode. We want to thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back next week with our recap episode where we will share a few stories from our March 4th issue. To contact us, you can email us at autumnactionnews at srpmic-nsn.gov. Remember to follow us on Facebook or Instagram. You guys stay safe and we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye.